We're going to take a few minutes this morning to bring God's Word to bear upon the hearts of our kids this morning as we continue reading through the Jesus Storybook Bible. And again, what we are driving home with this portion of the service is how we're trying to embed in the hearts of our kids something that probably for us of adults we wish had been done for us when we were kids, an understanding of how the Bible is all about Jesus and how the stories of the Bible are not about the great heroes. They're not about David or Joseph. They're, they're about Christ, and every story is painting a, a picture of the Christ who is to come and who he's going to be. And we just sang a song, Behold Our God, and that song is about Christ, that song, the God on his throne. And that's where Christ is right now. But to know this Christ, to know the fullness of him, we, we want to know all that God has revealed about him throughout the pages of Scripture. And so this morning we continue looking at some of the various stories that we see in the Bible and, and how they point us to Jesus. And this morning we're reading one called The Forgiving Prince. Now let me ask you, I look around at the kids, some of, uh, you have brothers and sisters, you're, some of them you're sitting right next to them. Does your brother or sister ever brag? Do they ever brag about how great they are or what they've done? I see a lot of eyes looking at you, Dominic. It's like everybody's looking at you. <laughs> I know for a fact I hear it from my kids and, and uh, you know, uh, talking about, they're bragging, they're bragging, stop bragging. Well, we're going to read a story about some brothers here, and one of them was a little bit of a braggart, and it got him in trouble. So listen along here. Jacob had 12 sons. Now, let me set the stage there. Jacob, remember a couple of weeks ago, we talked about God had given a promise to Abraham that God was going to fix all the problems from the Garden of Eden and he was going to do so through a specific family named Abraham, right? Abraham's family. So Abraham had a, 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 a miraculous child, Isaac, right? Remember, God called him to sacrifice Isaac. God stopped him. He provided a substitute. Well, Isaac uh, had other children, one of whom was Jacob, all right? So Abraham had Isaac, Isaac had Jacob, and then Jacob had children as well, 12 sons, one of whom was Joseph, all right? So Joseph is one of Jacob's um, sons, and the, the promise that God made to Abraham to do something great through his family, this is still that family, all right? The people we're talking about, these are the ones that God is going to do something wonderful through. So Jacob had 12 sons, but of all his sons, Joseph was his favorite. And one day, Jacob gave Joseph a splendid new robe. It was beautiful and rich with all the colors of the rainbow. But it made Joseph's other brothers jealous. They wanted uh, rainbow robes too. And then to make matters worse, Joseph kept on having these dreams. I dreamed I was the greatest. I dreamed I was the king, Joseph told his brothers. And in my dream, all of you brothers, you bowed down to worship me. Sound like he's bragging there? Now, I'm sure you know, even if Joseph didn't, that telling your brothers things like that, it's not a very good idea, right? And so it made Joseph's brothers hate him even more, so much so they wanted to kill Joseph and end his dreams. And one day, that's exactly what they tried to do. They tore Joseph's rainbow robe off of him and sold him to slave traders for 20 pieces of silver. A little picture there of the, the rainbow-colored robe his dad gave him. So they tore the robe off, beat him up, and sold him into slavery. 
And those slave traders took Joseph to Egypt and they turned him into a slave. And the brothers went home and they lied to their father. Because when the father asked, where's Joseph, my favorite, they said, he's dead. That's the end of that dreamer, they thought. But they were wrong. You see, God had a magnificent dream for Joseph's life. And even when it looked like everything had gone wrong, God would use all of it to help make his dream come true. You see, God was going to use everything that was happening to Joseph to do something good. Meanwhile, though, things were not looking good for Joseph in Egypt. He was far from home, far from his dad who loved him so much. And then he got blamed for something that he didn't do. He had done nothing wrong, and yet he got punished and was thrown in jail. So things are really bad for Joseph, aren't they? But even still, God had not left Joseph. One night, Pharaoh, that was the king of Egypt, had a scary dream. And this was the dream. You ever had a dream like this? Thin cows, so skinny cows, gobbled up fat cows. They ate them. Skinny cows ate fat. That was the dream. What on earth does that mean? And so he didn't know. But Joseph was a dream expert. So Pharaoh sent for Joseph, and Joseph came to explain it. Joseph said to him, it means a famine is coming. Do you know what a famine is? Who can tell me what a famine is? Excellent. It's like a dictionary answer. The land dries up, there's no crops, there's there's nothing to eat. It's a famine. So the dream is a famine is coming. There will not be enough food. So Pharaoh was so pleased by Joseph's skill uh, that he immediately took Joseph out of jail. And listen to that, he made him a prince. So he goes out of jail and he's made a prince. Now back home, Joseph's brothers had run out of food. Sounds like a famine. They had run out of food and everyone was hungry. God's special family, Abraham's family, was in danger. If they did not get food, they would starve to death and that would be the end of the family. So Joseph's brothers traveled to Egypt to buy food. And they came and knelt down before the new prince. And who's the prince? Joseph. But his brothers didn't know that it was Joseph. A lot of time had passed. They didn't recognize their brother. It had been a long time. But Joseph knew who they were. Joseph's dream, the one about his brothers bowing down to him, was coming true. And it's me, Joseph cried. And when the brothers saw it was Joseph, they were afraid. Now stop there. Why are they afraid? They thought he was dead, and they knew what they had done to him. They had sold him, and they had beat him up, stole his coat, sold him to slavery, thought he was dead, and now here he is, and it's like, oh, goodness, I'm in big trouble, right? They had sinned, they had wronged Joseph, and they knew it, and now they just knew Joseph was going to punish them. But instead... Joseph looked at his brothers, his eyes filled with tears. And even though his brothers had hurt him and hated him and tried to kill him, in spite of everything, he could not stop loving them. His heart, which they had broken, was filled with love. And Joseph forgave them. 
Joseph threw his arms around them. Don't be afraid, he said. You see, behind what you were doing when you beat me up, took my coat, sold me into slavery, wanted me dead, behind what you were doing, underneath it all, God was doing something good. God was working through that to accomplish what he intended. So Joseph did not punish his brothers. Instead, he rescued them. He brought God's special family to live safely with him in Egypt, where there was more than enough food. And then how does this point to Jesus? One day, God would send another prince, a young prince whose heart would break. Like Joseph, he would leave his home. He would leave his father and go to a faraway place. Jesus left heaven, his father, to come to earth, a faraway place. His brothers would hate him and want him dead. That was exactly what was true in Jesus' life as well. He would be sold for pieces of silver. Isn't that what Joseph's brothers did to him? Can anyone tell me what Judas did, one of Jesus' own friends did to Jesus? Absolutely. Stabbed him in the back, sold him for silver, just like Joseph. And he, that's Jesus, would be punished even though he had done nothing wrong. Isn't that what happened to Joseph? But God, just as he did with Joseph, would use everything that was happening to this young prince, Jesus, even the bad things that were happening to him, to do something good, to forgive the sins of his people. And that is the wonder of the story of Joseph. So many years before Jesus came, that story paints a little bit of a picture of who the Messiah is going to be, who the seed of the woman is going to be, what he's going to do. What happened to Joseph is exactly what happened to Jesus. And that's why we sing, Behold our God seated on his throne, because Jesus was treated the way that he was, the way Joseph was. And yet, he, and he died, but he rose again. He ascended to the right hand of the Father. Right now he's alive. He's on his throne. What the world meant for evil against Jesus, God meant for good. 